Monday. Fuck you too. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS-475-376-EZEZ. Good Monday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. This is, I guess, kind of leading up to Halloween week. I imagine a bunch of y'all got Halloween parties to go to this upcoming weekend. Because Halloween's a week from today. It's a big show. It's our annual Halloween crank call. A bunch of morgues around the country. And other places of interest that have to do with nothing actually to do with Halloween. But, hey, we make them that way. That is one week away. Now, I hope you had a great weekend this weekend. My weekend was was interrupted by a shitty Texas football game. I'll tell you that much right now. The lost Oklahoma State has pretty much ended any kind of title shots for the Longhorns, meaning this season was wasted. And watching that game on Saturday reminded me of the team that I saw play a lot last year and the year before, a bunch of fucking quitters. Now, when you have a 17-point lead, the thing that you do with it is you milk it. And by milking it, I mean you slow the game way down by speeding it up by running the ball. When you have the top running back in the nation and you only run him nine times in the second half, nine times, Steve, you know what? I'm going to let Steve Sarkeesian have this brain shit. This was, this was bigger than a brain fart. This was a brain fucking blowout. He blew out his brain's underpants. How bad he shit the bed this weekend. It's okay, though. You know, watch the game. Didn't yell. Season's over. Whatever. Still got it. We got a bye week this week. Thank God. Thank God, because how awesome is this? We got tickets to the world premiere of Yellowstone and Tulsa King. That's right. I am going to see the first, I think it's the first two episodes of Yellowstone and the first Tiger King this Saturday. It doesn't come out for two more weeks, but that's how we roll here in the States household. Woo! So that that, that, uh, that piece of news right there erased all the Longhorn shit. And then we had yesterday. Dak Prescott looked like warmed over chicken shit in the first half. Defense played better, but it's the Lions. Cowboys ended up winning the game, and handily, mind you, because it's the Lions. Dak finally looked better. Before we get anything else, let's say some good mornings here. Uh, let's see, first one here today was Hangtown Jen. Hangtown Jen back? Look at that. Oh, I, I missed you last week. She says, uh, happy Monday uh, morning, ass. Feels good to be back. And first at that, missed y'all. Well, we missed you too because we didn't have our Chinese lessons. Today, we're going to learn how to say the word bastard in Chinese. Bastard in Chinese. 混蛋. 混蛋, 
Hong Dun. It sounds like you're hawking up a loogie. Hong Dun. Bastard. Bastard in Chinese. Hun Dun. Hong. Hun Dun. Hong Dun. There you go. Hong Dun. You Hong Dun. Uh, Andrew says, good morning, ass family. Boom, Monday. Straight fire in the house. He says, good morning, Jen and Andrew. What's up, Arnie? Well, how are you, my friend? Glad you are here. And uh, Well, Lottie frickin' dog! You're here on a Monday. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Battleborn in Nebraska. Good morning to you, my friend. He says, morning, y'all. Oh, my lucky stars. The one. The only bratty kid is in the house. I hope you die of ass cancer. Wow, boy, you are in a mood today. I hope your day gets better. Shut up, dummy. Oh, okay, all right, have a fantastic day. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday, but what a great weekend. Glad to hear that. Swoosh says, good morning, ass family. And Christopher say, uh, let's see if I can do this right, Christopher. <clears throat> Text shot down in flames to 696969, your rock station that's bringing the phrase that pays 1037, the ass. You need like a, a farting sound effect in there afterwards. The ass. Boy, that would be a rock station and a half. Thank you, you big old Hong Dong. I've missed enlightening. I get listening to us. Oh, yes, because we are. Not only an entertainment show, but an educational one at that. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, what else we got to talk about? World Series is set and nobody's going to watch. The Phillies and the Astros. Man, oh, man. Phillies and the Astros. And Bryce Harper was the one that hit the home run that put the Phillies in. Yikes. Oh, Christopher says that was perfect. Oh, you got to love the old puking DJs. The old puking DJs were the greatest. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Ass Show. It's 9.07, seven minutes after nine. We will have weather and traffic on the 14s. Coming at you, the ass. <laughs> that we've all, and I've, I've worked with them. Everybody in radio has worked with a puker. Pukers are the worst. Uh, one of the employees from my uh, work retirement parties was scheduled for Wednesday. But in the words of Joe Biden, he dropped dead last Thursday. Tough stuff. Wow. Boy, that is, I mean, I, 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 I we'll deal with. Oh, no, that's her. By the way, my sympathies to your, yeah. the family of your, F, uh, uh, your CFO who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My yeah. best to their family. It's tough right. stuff. Yeah, tough stuff there. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Buenos Dias, Ogre. He says pukers make the world go around. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, look. The broadcasting world needs pukers and, 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 and line readers as much as they need serious talent. It's like the world needing ditch diggers. That's what, to me, a line jock is. A line jock is one of these guys who comes in and they're usually weekenders, and all they do is read the, the blood center, you know, the blood drive PSA, and letting you know where their next live broadcast is. That's their entire four- to six-hour shift. The puker is one who, who at least is trying, but he's so bad. Hey, everybody, this is Joe Johnson. I have a big dick radio voice. They're the best. 
I hope Philly and Bryce get swept by the Disastros. Man, see, that th- this is the thing. God, I hate the Astros so much. I, I can't. I, I have to root for Philly in this. Either Philly or Al-Qaeda. One of the two. This World Series does not make me, hey, Yankees, what the fuck? You got swept? Hey, Zeus, and the Padres, I didn't even believe in them. Wayne's were, uh, Wayne's work exposed those voice jocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Let, let's get into some of the stories of the day. By the way, I, I love this. This has to be one of my favorite stories that's going on right now. Is that Georgia election officials are like, um, anytime, anytime you want to talk about uh, apologizing to us, you go right ahead. Because you remember last week we were talking about this, and we heard the same Democratic bullshit everywhere, that it's Jim Crow. Jim Crow 2.0. Because they had changed the voting laws in, 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 in uh, Georgia. They did so, and the Democrats reacted so unfavorably that they moved the All-Star game. Remember that? Continued record of voter turnout in Georgia following the Biden administration's lawsuit against the state alleging racist voting practices and the president's accusation that the system is Jim Crow 2.0 has some Georgia election officials looking for an apology. Uh, By the way, by the way, you're not going to get it. Um, You're not. The, uh, you know why any other team gets swept in it part of it, of the game? But the fucking Yankees do it, and you give a shit. Can't win for losing. Well, you're the Yankees. I was, I was depending on you, Yankees. Morning, Douglas. The state of Georgia has experienced record early voting turnout since the first day of early voting started last Monday. So wait a second. How is that possible? Wait, is this administration lying to you? No, I I mean. Yeah, go grind to those, what, 50 championship rings? Yeah, 27. Douglas said Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders got a big win. Oh, yeah, football picks yesterday. I haven't gone over the football picks. Shit. Hold on before I get more into this shit. Uh, this weekend, I Joe, Joe and I tied. We're both seven and six. How in the hell did he get the damn Commandos beating the Packers? How did the Commandos beat the Packers? How did the Panthers beat Tampa? And he got both those. He is the devil. Raiders did win. The Niners, they had their new look, their, their new, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, I don't know his name, the running back, McMurray or whatever his name is. I don't care, he's a white kid. They lost to the Chiefs, whoop that ass. I thought that was going to be a halfway decent game, and I was wrong. Uh, Let's see, anything else that stands out? I did pick the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
And I don't know why I picked the Steelers. The Steelers, I, I, I should have known better than to pick the Steelers. I was trying to be nice to Joe. Jesus. Aaron Rodgers and Brady are washed. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looks terrible. Tom Brady, look, Tom Brady's got too much shit going on off the field. This season's over. I mean, if you saw one of the highlights from that game yesterday, and all you got to do is see one to know that the, the Tampa Bay season is over. It was on the very first drive of the game. When uh, he hit his number one receiver, Mike, uh, Mike something, I, I can't think of his name. Is it Edwards? I don't know. I think it's Edwards. Um, he hits him in stride, and and the, the receiver has at least 20 yards on his DB. I mean, I, it, it's a touchdown. And the dude drops it. I mean, it, it hit him literally in stride. It was one of the best throws and what I would have seen catches in a long time. None of this back shoulder bullshit. No coming back for it. He hit him over the Mike Evans. That's it. Hit him in stride, and the dude dropped the ball. Season's over for Tampa. Tampa's done. I'm just letting you know. Giselle's being paid off by the rest of the NFC. That would be great. Uh, sad news to report to all you wonderful people that love uh, Red Bull. Red Bull owner Dietrich Messengist. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he hasn't goose-stepped a time or two. Uh, with an estimated fortune of $24.65 billion, who claimed to drink 10 cans of Red Bull a day, dies at 78. <laughs> You know what? I bet you he led his best life, and good for him. I don't care that he fucking drank 10 of those a day. Good for him. He lived his life. Uh, let's see. Taylor Swift mids I am. Crashes Spotify, leaving fans shocked. Nearly 8,000 outages. Wow. All right. So there you go. So record voter uh, turnout has already started happening in Atlanta, and they're not going to give you anything. They're not going to poll it. They're not going to let you out, know how it's going. Oh, they'll poll it, I'm sure. And the pollsters will be completely wrong about everything they say. Meme of the week is a pick of Evans wide open. The ball just about to hit his hands, and the caption said, Mike Evans did not catch this ball. <laughs> no, he did not. He missed the shit out of that. Now, this is pretty awesome right here. I hope this is on national television. Because... Senator or Dr. Oz is set to face off in their only debate against John Fetterman Tuesday night. Oh, this is going to be good. Because from what I understand, this guy can barely talk. This Fetterman fella can barely talk, and he's going to be in a debate. Oh, this should be good. Dr. Oz can talk because he's on TV. Right now, it's a, they, they say as of last week, it's 48% Fetterman, 46% Dr. Oz. I, I, I think that just tells you the stupidity level in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but Fetterman has retard strength, so, so don't set him off. You have a guy who is just clown shoes, 
Fetterman. Look, look, look. And I am no fan of Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz doesn't like breakfast. So fuck Dr. Oz. Um, but I would have to say, if Dr. Oz is running or a guy who looks like a former felon is running, it, it says so much to the mentality of the state of people in Pennsylvania. This is what we were talking about last week, kind of. We talked about it, that people are set in their ways when it comes to voting, and they're going to vote in the line of their parents and their parents' parents and all that kind of shit. And to me, that's stupid. And Pennsylvania is the perfect state to look at right now and go stop being stupid. Who do you really think is better for your state? John Fetterman or Dr. Oz? Who do you think can get more done for your state? I'm going to go with Dr. Oz because he's Dr. Oz. Dr. He's been on TV forever, which means he has a team of people to do shit for him, and he can get shit done. Now, no way am I promoting Dr. Oz here. But he's going up against a guy who literally, if you cut his goatee off, He's the main character from fucking Sling Blade. Uh, I reckon, mm-hmm. Don't get me some biscuits and taters, mm-hmm. Oh, I love that boy. Are you funny but not funny, ha-ha? That's what this guy looks like. He looks like Billy Bob Thornton from fucking Sling Blade. You have a chance to put Sling Blade in office or a doctor in office. And you people in Pennsylvania are going to put fucking Sling Blade in there. (laughs) I love that movie so much. And I know that's not his name, but that's the new way we're going to start referring to Fetterman as Sling Blade. I don't even know if the dude's going to live. Yeah, right? He looks like Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon. Yeah, with the goatee, he does. But you take that that goatee away from me, he's Carl. Fucking Lucas Black probably is campaigning for him there in Pennsylvania. If you know who Lucas Black is, you know that joke just fucking killed. I it, This to me would be enough. It, like, if I'm watching from another part of the world, look, I, I understand that America has it better than pretty much anybody else. We're America. But can you imagine some of the shit shows that are running for office in other countries? <laughs> I mean, we have this fucking natural disaster, John Fetterman. Mm-hmm. I reckon I like them mm-hmm. potatoes and mustard. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you get when Joe Biden is your babysitter? Sodomized. Hold on a second. I I might have to change that one. That one might be here. (laughs) Ooh, I could tell that one about Danny Masterson. What do you get if Danny Masterson's your babysitter? Raped. (laughs) Fucking awful. Oh, this is a lie. Boy, if I have never seen a lie before, 
Former border officials vow to release illegal migrant numbers by Tuesday if Biden and admin won't. All right, well, I'd like to see that. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Oh, what happened? The story just went away. It just literally went away. Oh, there it is. Okay, let's see. And, of course, they're showing some fucking drag queen. We talked about that already. I'd like to know what the number is since this administration started. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll move on. Enough picking on old sling blade there. Mm-hmm. I lived with my mom and daddy until I was 46. Mm-hmm. Then I got a Kaiser blade. Some people call it a sling blade. I called it a Kaiser blade. Mm-hmm. And I took it and I whacked somebody's head off with it. Mm-hmm. You've never seen Sling Blade. You don't know how great that impression is. Then you need to, you need to go see Sling Blade immediately if you haven't seen it, and then come back and go. God damn, Arnie, that impersonation is fantastic. And I will say thank you. Has anybody been paying attention to this? It really is. The, the best way to, to describe this case in Wisconsin is it, it is the sodomy of the legal system. I'm glad somebody brought up sodomized that way because that is what is happening with Daryl Brooks. So we can take time to count them as they walk over the border, but not enough wherewithal to stop them. No, 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 you can't say stop. Sorry. Donkey out front should have told you. Um, this is the story of Daryl Brooks, who quote-unquote allegedly plowed through the crowd at a Christmas parade in Wisconsin, killed six people. Mr. Brooks has done the stupidest thing that he can do, and that's represent himself. The old parable is something like anyone who defends himself in, uh, in court has a fool for a client. I believe that it's somewhere in there because it's stupid. Brooks is elected to defend himself in his trial, even though he's had countless interruptions, outbursts, erratic behavior. He's been, he's been removed from the courtroom. The judge even admits that she's afraid of him. The judge says, uh, Jennifer Darrow says that he was giving her a stare down, which she called disrespectful and quite frankly makes me scared. Brooks continued to stare at the judge while banging his fists on the table. Now, here's the thing. If you defend yourself in court like this asshole is, you are stupid on so many reasons. First of all, I've seen a, I, I haven't watched a lot of this case, but I've seen enough to know that he's sitting there and he's like, well, you guys are telling the witness what to say. Yes, they coach witnesses. We all know that. Well, I'd like all their, all their testimony thrown out. Whose? All the witnesses because they've been coached. I sat there and looked at TV and said, from, from which trial? From every trial known to mankind? You're not going to get that thrown out, so you lost there. 
you repeatedly interrupt the judge, which that's never, I'm sorry, that's never a smart thing to do. And secondly, the, the, the big thing is when you represent yourself, you can't get a mistrial. So I think this is what's happening. Oh, I agree with you, Ogre, that this guy needs a, a fatal accident to befall him quickly. I agree 100% with that. But instead, this is what's going to happen, and I can't wait for it to happen. The judge is going to allow this to continue, this shit show of her performance to continue, because, well, she pretty much has to. And the jury has been informed to listen to the testimony and not pay attention to his antics. And I can, I can, I can see the jury can put that out of this. The jury is going to listen to the statements and then, and then do, you know, uh, give their verdict based on that. I think he's lost the case already. I think he knows it. He's trying to do this big shit show to make more of a name for himself. But you ran over people at a Christmas parade. Are you trying to get credit for being an asshole in court because that'll get you further in the prison system? Because that's what I see now a lot. A lot of these guys, because I watch a lot of these court shows and things like this, and these people that act like assholes in court who don't have the, the best charges against them, they think it gives them some sort of credit. Like once they get in the big house, like cop killers, it, and it makes me sick, cop killers are like the, 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 the head of the table, if you will, in prison. Because they killed a cop and inmates look up to that, which is fucking wrong. This guy ran over people at a Christmas parade. I don't think a lot of inmates are going to find that cool. And I think what he's doing in court is trying to prolong his existence in whatever um, correctional institute he ends up in. Uh, he fought with his own witness on the stand. Oh, I'm sure of it. This guy is a narcissistic egomaniac and just wants attention. Maybe Dahmer's old cellmate is available to fix the problem. Hey, good morning, Alicia. Uh, when his own witness said, you, Daryl Brooks, he goes, I don't go by that name, but my mom called him that too, and the best thing, they show his rap video in court and the SUV he drove in the crowd in the video. Yeah. He's guilty on so many levels, it's unbelievable. Zach just texted in, good morning, Arnie and crew, nice rainy day. Yeah, it's raining here in, uh, in, in Texas, too. We're going to get rain all day today. What's today's high? Oof, it's already 71. The high is going to be 77. Light rain forecasted all day. Braddy Kid says, my heart breaks for these families. I know what they're going through, as entertaining as it is. It's a monkey fucking foot. It really is. That, that, that's all this guy is. And I don't understand the point of this. I, 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 well, I do. I guess it's, that's the definition of our system. Fred, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, so jealous you guys are getting rain. It's just really fucking cold here in Placerville. 
Yes, it's uh, it's muggy outside. Seventy one. That's pretty warm for eight thirty in the morning here. Nine thirty in the morning, whatever damn time it is. I don't know. Boy, I had a hard time, man. My knee was killing me last night. I don't know why. I don't like sleeping with my knee brace on. But it was hurting so bad, like it was throbbing. So I put the knee brace on, and the knee brace was like a lullaby. As soon as I put the knee brace on, it was like I passed out. Douglas says, we need snow, damn it. Yes, you do. It's getting to that time. I mean, fucking Halloween is next week. I don't know how much more time this trial has, um, but this guy is such a piece of shit. I can only hope that, uh, here we go. Here's some of Once abused his lockdown power, it hurt everyone. Students had their education stolen. Shut up. The defendant will now make an opening statement. The purpose of an opening statement is to give the defendant an opportunity to tell you what he expects the evidence will show so that you will better understand the evidence as it is introduced during the trial. I must caution you, however, that the opening statements are not evidence. With that, go ahead, sir. Um, obviously, I don't have any uh, rehearsed or well, well-prepared speech, so I'm just going to speak from the heart. Why don't you have an opening statement, moron? You've had time to prepare. I would just like to first say that... Uh, I want to bring to remembrance something I, I think everyone in this room has been taught uh, pretty much as far back as we can remember. Please say guilty, innocent until proven guilty. There's always two sides to every story. Oh, shut up. Just shut up. The side of the story is you got behind the wheel and you drove over people. Uh, I'm getting an inch to get my, uh, was uh, getting my snowboards waxed. Um... We sure do, Douglas. I actually got Blake and the boys their passes at Sierra. If my schedule changes up to give me more weekends, I'll go get to go too. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Got you. Got to love those people that want to take their lives in their hands by snowboarding. Just saying. Just saying. You ain't gonna get me up there because nature, once again, not your friend. But that's just me. Oh boy, your governor is at it again. I I got to tell you, this guy makes me laugh now. And, and you know what? As far as it goes, the, the state leadership and all the politicians in California, are you all comedians? Is that what this is? You guys are a bunch of just bad comedians that can't get gigs in places and you keep doing stuff thinking that you're going to get it passed and it's not going to, to, to get passed. San Francisco has a three-year plan to build a single public toilet. I, I don't know why it takes three years to build a single public toilet. And it's going to cost them $1.7 million. Now, uh, This is, uh, I, I guess, the new bathroom at the No Valley Town Square. Governor Gavin Newsom is saying, hey, I'm going to withhold funds on this unless you can get it down. 
This should not cost $1.7 million. Hell, Gavin Newsom put it in the books in San Francisco. You don't need to build a damn toilet. What the hell do you need $1.7 million for when you have a perfectly good street? Or someone's fucking stoop. How about on the side of somebody's car? Hey, while you're at it, you can shoot up too. Why are they trying to build a $1.7 million toilet in San Francisco when you can already piss and shit on the streets? Wow. Governor says, I'm not supporting this money. I'm not sending this money. The costs are ridiculous, and it will take far too long. Will you think? Three years? Dipshit? I want to know the, I want to know the fucking contractor. I want to know what contractor it's going to take three years to build a single toilet. Worst contractor ever. They have to make uh, something big enough to flush all the bullshit Gavin is spewing out of his cum trap. Gavin is trash. He said if he gets reelected, he will serve four years, LOL. Well, he's going to only be uh, served two, but at least he's honest. He'll never be president. No, he won't be president. Aren't they called porta potties? This guy running around against Newsom is hilarious. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, name. Show some video clips on the debate. Okay, is the twenty? Is the toilet twenty-four karat gold? No shit. Good morning, hot mama. Brian Dolly. The contractor is probably his uncle. No shit. I watched half this debate this morning and had to pause it for ass. Well, okay, so he debated this guy already. I I, I didn't watch any of it. And by the way, all you Swift heads out there, all you Taylor Swift fans, leave Al Michaels alone. Al Michaels, who's an old man who's only announced fucking sports his whole life, probably one of the the greatest broadcasters of all time. They were talking about her new record getting released. Uh, this new record, Midnight's. They were they were talking about it on Thursday Night Football because usually when games start to get it, you know, blasted, they start talking about other shit. Oh, holy shit! Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yeah, I uh, I'm calling in because I'm really upset with you uh, talking about that public restroom in like what San Francisco. Yes, the 1.7 million dollar public restroom. First off, there will be like four sandy huts for the construction workers to use <laughs> while building. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, for the three years. Well, yeah, they, they have to go to the bathroom somewhere while they're building yeah. that thing. Yeah. Hey, Joe, yeah. by the way, uh, your record this weekend, you and I were tied at seven and six. You know, I was listening. Yeah, I heard that seven and six. And, uh, you know, and like I, I was telling a dear friend of mine, uh, you know, there's always going to be some upsets. You know, you, I, I believe you had called me uh, Lucifer yes. or the devil. Yeah, yeah, probably one of those, at least. <laughs> you very, 
very much, Jack Lorraine. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no. So we're still tired. I still got one game. You, you, right. you, you got me by one game, and we both have the Patriots tonight. So nothing good. Yeah, I was gonna say if if, if we were to reach like the playoffs and we were really close, you're gonna have to like write yours down, obviously first. And so yes, uh, I don't and then that way we, I, you know, you can't just say what the other guy said to stay tied. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. So, oh, we're we come on, we're both we're we are both gladiators. We would never do anything like that. You know, because we're uh, champions. Yeah, uh, champions don't do that. To, they had to. They had to ask me. To use the name Men of Honor. Yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. Right. By the way, did you see all this controversy that Al Michaels says that, that Taylor Swift is more popular among teenage girls than boys? Uh, you know what? Al might be honest something. I mean, uh, she really, she, you know, she sings about that thing, you know, stuff that uh, girls just, well, they love, you know, yeah. to, uh, they yeah. love that stuff. He wasn't putting her down the other night. He says, if you have four sons, if you had a daughter, she'd be over the moon. I have a granddaughter who's completely over the moon. Nobody more popular among teenage girl group than Taylor Swift. And people are shitting him on him. And I'm like, it's Why? Al Michaels. Why? Why? Because I guess guys like her too. This is for all those fruit bag guys out there that say, I want to be a part of everything. All Al has to say is that he didn't want to offend anyone. Yeah, and all all Al has to say is, "Do you believe in miracles?" That's all he has to ever say. Do you believe in miracles? Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, that I mean, when you were like telling me that, I'm like, "What's the controversy? Why is he getting crapped on?" That's, I mean, everybody, you know, um, I'll never, ever, 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 ever um, getting back together. Yeah, exactly. No guy says that. No, you know, no, no. Guy. yeah. And then, look, look, look. Taylor Swift has fine music she puts out there, and it's for the ladies. Guys can like it. That's okay if guys like it. There, there are songs ladies put out. "You're So Vain" by Carly Simon. I like that song, but that's a song about women. Well, and it is. Well, something, something's about Warren Beatty. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> yes, that's I have. I actually have. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because I, you know, I, I used to have the. Well, remember Lee Press on teeth? Who? Oh, there was a Lee Press on nails. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I they had Lee. I had they had Lee Press on teeth. Okay. It came in small, medium, large, and Carly Simon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the ever so popular Lee Press on teeth. <laughs> so that's like yeah, I mean, can you believe it? I, it's a good thing he didn't say Cher and Beth Midler have a lot of gay men in fast. <laughs> you know that Liberace was a fruit. What was great about that is Liberace was like your grandma and your mom didn't know that. They were like, he's just he's extravagant. He's an entertainer. Yeah, see, Joe, you and I are the same age. My grandmother who was a, probably the most racist, most fucking hateful person on the earth, loved Liberace. And, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, how did they not know? I know. I, I, I mean, he, he's flamboyant. Stop it. Stop being so aggressive. 
you know, he's he's flamboyant. No, no, he's called he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I you know what I think this is what I think happened. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go after this because I gotta move on, but <clears throat> um I think when the AIDS scandal came out, that's when everybody started to care about gay. Nobody gave a shit about it. Nobody cared. We all knew there were gay people in society. I mean, hello, Liberace, Rock Hudson. We knew that was a part of society. Just nobody talked about it. Nobody cared. And then all of a sudden, the AIDS pandemic comes out, and now, you know, gays are bad. That's just well, my personal are, talk. I think, I know, they, well, it, my thing, you, the gays have always been here. They never left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, people have, uh, you know, alternative lifestyles. Um, Fruits. But, uh, Thank God for heterosexual people keeping this world alive for over <laughs> how many thousand years? For God's sake, keeping uh, it rolling, been, keeping it full of morons. Keep it rolling, you know. Man, oh we're, man! All right. Well, hey, Joe, Ollie, thanks for taking the call. Hey, thank you, buddy. Uh, you have a great week, and we will talk to you Thursday morning, my friend. Sounds awesome. All right, buddy. All right. See ya. Thanks. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Look, little, little surprise visit. Awesome. I like that. Uh, staying in California, let's, am I staying? Yes, I am staying in California here. (sighs) All right, here we go again. (sighs) A California court ruled in favor of a Christian baker, Friday, following a years-long legal battle after she refused to bake a custom cake for a lesbian wedding. Sorry, I'm belching. Citing her religious beliefs. So once again, yet another court in the nation. This was a California court, which will be then, it will be appealed by the lesbians because they aren't getting their way. And then once again, this will fall on the doorsteps of the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court's going to say, we have already ruled on this. Why? Why is this continuing to happen? Yeah, it was in California. Um, This is down in Bakersfield, where this this lady has her, her bakery. Miller, the, the lady's name is Kathy Miller, and she had several lawsuits after she referred a lesbian couple to another baker when they requested a cake because of her Christian belief that marriage is between one man and one woman. Miller declined to design a custom cake for their ceremony, believing it would be a tantamount to her religion. Now, let, let, let's sit here and talk. What are the odds it would happen in a place called Bakersfield? You would think that all good bakers would come from there, right? Um, I would hate to live in Deathville <laughs> because the Alphabet Mafia wants to bully Christians. And, and, and they do. And like I said, I'm very surprised that we haven't seen a case in the Supreme Court. But I, you know... It's, I think there's a group that runs all the litigious parts of every different group out there, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's the Alphabet Mafia. They have a head group that runs all this shit. 
And I have been, uh, honestly, I've been surprised that no churches have been sued in order to get a gay couple married in said church, whether it's a, a Catholic church, whether it is a Mormon temple. I'm very, very surprised we haven't seen that, but I think the higher-ups in those organizations realize that if you can't beat a bakery, you're not going to beat a church. She tried to give the business to another company. People are fucking cucks. They, this is the thing. Look, look, look. This is the thing on both sides. This is what I don't understand. I, I respect it about the baker. Look, look, I, I respect people believing in what they believe in. But why would you open a public business then? I, I'm, I'm just asking. She has every right to do it. Don't, don't think I'm coming down on her. Don't you want to service the most people When you open a business, don't you want everybody to to go there? I mean, I want everybody to listen to me, even people that don't like me. I want them to listen to me. Now, she's so staunch in her religion that she won't bake for a gay couple. All right, all right. As the gay couple, why would I want to go to do business there? Why would I want to, and, and by the way, what's happening here? Hey, gay couple, you're giving this woman millions, if not billions, in free advertising. Because that's what you're doing. You're going to send every religious nut in that valley to her bake shop. And she is going to end up profiting like there's no tomorrow. And good for her. Now, can you get your cake baked somewhere else? Absolutely you can should you? Yes. I, I, I still don't understand this. Uh, Battleborn, we can go back and forth on that. The right to refuse service to anyone as an owner. Then you, you could have clans members opening up shops saying, uh, sorry, black guy, you got to leave. Is that going to be allowed? Because they have the right to refuse service. It, 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 it's, a, it's a very, very thin line that they have to walk. You think she bakes novelty Jesus on the cross cakes? Probably not. I'd love to see uh, the Genesis flood cake complete with screaming, <laughs> terrified pagans. If I had a business, I'd have a hard time serving trans, just being honest. The look of them makes me cringe, but I'd grin my teeth off and try because I still want their money. And that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't begrudge this lady for not doing it. I, I think it's dumb to have a business in America to where you're not open to everybody. But I get it. Your, your belief system is what runs you, and good. Congratulations. And I'm not being a smartass here. I'm not trying to talk down to you. Good. I hope it works out for you. That you have shunned an entire group of our society. Granted, it's only about 8%. But you have to think about what comes with that 8%. It's all the guilty fucking people along with it. Because that white guilt, for some reason, it, it bleeds over into homosexuality as well. It ble- it, the, the white guilt bleeds into everything. We feel guilty about everything. I don't. 
I don't personally. And I know a lot of y'all don't feel guilty personally, but there's a lot of people out there that have a lot of white guilt. Um. Yes, but you don't cater to everyone. You don't change your core beliefs and the way that you run your show to appease a small number of the population. Why should a baker or a photographer do the same? I look. Hey, Scott, I understand. What I what I I, I don't think they should be forced to. I think you're absolutely hundred percent right. But to me, you're not the greatest businessman in the world or woman in the world. You're leaving profits out. I'm just looking at this through a clear business standpoint. You're leaving profits out there. And that's and you're fine with that, then I'm fine with that. But I don't understand when I, I do understand it because it's the litigious society we live in. If I were to go to a place and they don't want to serve me because of X, Y, or Z. I'm probably going to put them on blast on this show, and then I'm never going to go in there again. I'll motherfuck them up and down. I'll probably crank call them. But that's it. I'm not going to go and, and, and face, you know, get a go out and hire a lawyer and then sue and then possibly take it to another court and then to another court and to another court. I got shit to do. I'm sorry. But I got shit to do. If they have no shoes, no shirts, then yes, no service. I've seen people go into Muslim and Jewish bakeries asking for gay wedding cakes and they and and were refused. I haven't seen that story yet. If you got those stories, Scott, please send them to me. And why are they not being taken to court? I think that's it's 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 great to put that up against it. If I had a business, I wouldn't care uh, about catering to trans Christians or whoever wants my product until they want to act like a douchebag. Then fuck them, okay? So what if they're lesbian? Just bake a taco-shaped cake with frosting <laughs> pictures of Ellen and call it a day. Big deal. The Alphabet Mafia didn't get upset when those bakeries refused making gay wedding cake. Well, I uh, look look. I'd like to see those. Like I said, I, I'm not saying they haven't happened. I just haven't seen that story. I'd love to see it. I'd love to report that story. And then I will point out the hypocrisy. I, I am more than happy to pick out the hypocrisy of the alphabet mafia. Oh, my God. That would make my day if I found those stories. How do you not sue a Jewish or a Muslim bakery if they refuse to make a gay wedding cake? But you sue the Christian ones. Hmm, it looks like you're targeting. So now every lawsuit that you, you file against a Christian bakery, we're throwing out. That would be Islamophobia. Yeah, so I understand. Uh, they won't do that to the Muslims because of jihad and all. They hate Christianity. That's why. Oh, I, look, Douglas, I understand. I understand. This is why I need to find those stories. I'll look for them today. I will. If Scott, if you don't have them and you can't send them to me, I will look for those stories today. Fuck, I'll look for them right now. I ain't got nothing else to do. We're doing an entertaining program right now. Because I, I'd like to know. 
Uh, let's see. Jewish bakery refuses service to gays. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Jewish groups decry Supreme Court ruling in gay wedding. Kate Kess. Uh, U.S. Jewish, just, uh, decried the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday after it ruled in favor of Colorado Baker's right to refuse to build a wedding cake for a gay couple on the grounds objected their union under religious beliefs. So the court, I, I, I don't see any stories about it. Uh, let's see, uh, let's see, Muslim. This is the one I'm hoping for. I would rather find this one. Now, Somebody asked this question: What would happen? They, they, what would happen if a Muslim bakery, if they refused to bake a cake cup, uh, cut cake for a couple? Uh, somebody answered: Nothing would happen because, as we clearly found out from the Orlando nightclub shooting, where a Muslim fanatic killed a whole lot of gay people, Muslims now rank higher than gays in liberal politics. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm just asking. Everybody can hate me, but is there more annoying group than the Alphabet Mafia? No. No, I don't hate you for asking it. There is it. No, there isn't. The the only group, and I think they're a part of this group, Straight Fire, and that's a great question. Who is the most annoying group out there? Is it the Alphabet Mafia? Is it the woke tards? Are the are the are the Alphabet Mafia a part of the woke tards? See, I think they're all in unison together. I've said it for a long time. This is the dumbest time in American history. I've been saying it since 2010. Every single day I think that I've said this is the stupidest time in American history for the past 12 fucking years. That's almost 4,000 days I've said it. Stupidest time in American history. If I don't go, if I go to a place and they don't want to help me, I'm not going to take the time to sue them. I'm not ever going to go there again. I'm going to say horrible things about their business. I might tell people I had a cake built, uh, bake there and it gave me the shits. Swoosh, do you really believe that? It comes down to what's more important: religious freedom versus discrimination. I, I don't even think it comes down to that. I think this is what uh, it comes down to. Everybody wants to get along. That nobody is upset. We want to live in this Piccadilly world of where it's nothing but rainbows and sunshine all the time. And I don't mean rainbows in a gay way. I mean in just the most colorful, happy, living life the best that we can. And nothing goes wrong. They want to live an ostrich-type lifestyle where they just put their fucking head in the sand, and if they don't see it, it didn't happen. That's not the world we live in, though. We aren't all going to get along. I am truly sorry. Once again, I have to be... I'm like America. You know how America has to 
uh, protect the rest of the world. I have to apologize for mankind. That's my role in life. I have to apologize for back 400 years ago or 600 years ago or 800 years ago. I don't know when all of slavery started, but I know it started before America was a fucking country. And let me say, I am sorry for people being enslaved. To the Slavics that slaves are named after so many of you, sorry. We don't live in this world where everybody, every day is a fucking parade. I'm sorry to be the one that tells you that the real world is full of shit. Bad people are out there that want to hurt you for no reason. I'm sorry for those people. I'm sorry they weren't hugged enough as children. They weren't on the tit long enough as children. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what more I can say or do to apologize for these people. And I know I don't have to apologize, and I'm not really be really apologizing on behalf of these people. I think it's stupid. Presentism is the stupidest thing we've ever had to fight with. And I refuse. I'm done. I'm done. Marking this day. Let, let, let's mark this day, shall we? Monday, October 24th, in the year of our Lord, 2022, I'm done apologizing. I'm done. I'm done saying I'm sorry for people that don't like you. You should try harder. I am so sick and tired of it all. Uh, A prime example of that, I just started uh, playing uh, Envoy. It's a war game. I was just kicked out of my alliance for attacking other players. Apparently, the alliance joint only hits game designated things, no people. I was told it hurts other people's feelings to attack their castle. It's a fucking war game. That's the point. It hurts their feelings. Rule number three on the show. We all know that, right? Fuck your feelings. Now, your feelings are important. I'm not here to say fuck your When it comes to this show, though, I don't care about your feelings. Everybody's fe- everybody has feelings. And, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret. A little secret. You're truly the only one who cares about your feelings. You, you, you are, and, and that's the way it should be. Now, you might have a lot of nice people around you that, that console you or they say they care about your feelings, and maybe they, they do have some belief. But when it comes down to their feelings versus your feelings, their feelings are going to trump yours every single time. Why? Because your feelings don't matter to them. Nor should they. Now, I'm not going to go around and, and go, go say to people, go up to a, a kid with Down syndrome and make fun of him for being retarded. That's wrong. That's cruel. I'm not here to be cruel. By the way, there was, oh, goddamn. This weekend, I saw a video on, on it, it's fucking hysterical, but there's no audio to it. I guess some high school football team was doing that bullshit. They hand the ball to the special needs kid in the backfield. Because you can kind of see it. And there's, Like I said, there's no audio to it at all. 
You see this kid in the backfield, and you kind of look at him and go, well, he doesn't really look like a running back. He kind of got a gut. And they hand him the ball. And, like, you see players from both teams, like, barely going at it when the ball is snapped, except one kid who fucking tackles that kid as soon as he's hit, the ball is handed off to him. And you see players from his own team throwing their hands up going, what are you doing? The referee throws a flag on it. There's no flag. Kid got the ball. He handed off. He got taken down. It was fucking awesome. Uh, so as a 48-year-old woman, I was kicked out of a group for not being respectful to other of others' feelings in a video game. This is what I'm talking about. In the world of video games, you got kicked out because you, you hurt somebody's feelings. Fuck them. Oh, Kale, I couldn't agree with you more. Oh, my God. Look, look, look. When it comes down to it, Kale says, kid treated the retard like he was a real boy. That's the way to make him feel special. These kids, look, we've all had dealt with special people in our lives. We've all seen them. We are all in school. We all know. We don't give them enough credit for knowing what the truth is. And deep down, that, that, that kid, who's whatever spectrum he's on, who scores the touchdown because everybody gets out of the way, he has a nice story to tell people that he got a touchdown in high school. But he knows he didn't earn it. He knows that they got out of the way for him. He's okay with it. He thinks it was a really nice thing to do because that's part of why he's special because he didn't get this stuff. My favorite story, my all-time favorite story, was on the weekend when two or three of these things happened where they let these kids score, and, and we're getting down to the end of football season, so get ready for it. But on your local news, a touching moment this, uh, this weekend in the world of high school football. Special needs player Johnny Pruno, that's his name, Johnny Pruno, was scored a touchdown this weekend. My favorite story is, is that one weekend it happened three times across the country. I saw all three stories, and it was just by luck. I was on Google, and there was a story about a young man who had retardation, Down syndrome, if you will, and in his group of climbers, because climbers climb as groups sometimes, he was able to scale the largest mountain in America by himself. Well, with his group, but he did it all. There was nobody helping him. The mountain didn't get out of the way. The mountain didn't take a knee to where he could get on top of it. No, 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 no. Oh, let's see. What if the other another retard was tackled the retard? Then that'd be fantastic. That'd be a game I'd want to go to. But when it comes down to it, um,
It comes down to it. Let those people, let those people exist. I, I, I mean, I, I, I know I'd talk probably too much about it, but to me, that's the cruelest thing that we can do to these kids. The, the one that, that man, it, it hurts to watch is the kid who's a basketball trainer, or he's like the, the team manager. And my nephew, who doesn't have any, any you know, problems or isn't on the spectrum, thank God, knock on wood, but he's dead to me now. But he was the trainer for his football team, and I'll never forget when they gave him a letter. My dad called me. He goes, hey, did you hear Jamie got a letter in football? I said, for what? Is he a kicker? Because, I mean, he's a beanpole. He looks like a big pin with a beard. And I was like, why, why do you get a letterman's jacket? He goes, he was the trainer. Oh, for Christ's sake, what a bunch of pussies. Click. That was the actual phone call. But they let this trainer on the basketball team suit up one night, and they put him in the game, and he missed 11 shots in a row. And the other team was rebounding it and passing it to him. He's dead to me now. Was it actually a mountain or did his handlers take him to REI? No, it was an actual mountain. Damn it. Legit question. But no, it was an actual mountain. Um... Remember last week I was telling you about this big party the uh, communists were having where uh, President Z is like the new leader of the, uh, whatchamacallit, of the, ca- the Communist Party. And they had this thing where they walk out and then like the first guy to walk out is the new head. It, it, it's really stupid. But former Chinese president, President Hu Jintao, was unexpectedly forced out of the closing ceremony for the Chinese Communist Party meeting while he sat next to President Xi. The 79-year-old was grabbed by his arm and led out of the meetings. All right, enough of you, motherfucker. Go! Off to the beheading trial. I wish Jerry was still here. I'm young enough. I didn't get enough of his content. Oh, I, I'm young enough, too. I, I I wish his content was still available, man. Oh, the things that he said and did. Jesus Christ. He, he was by far the funniest person I ever knew. I'm just saying that hiking boot test area is complex. I take a medal for completing it. Yep. So, yeah, they, they drug this bitch out. No explanation given to why they forced him out, but hey, time to go, old man. Has he been seen of since? I, I Nobody's seen him since then. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Those wacky Chinese communists. At it again. Chun Tao. He got what was coming to him when Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker caught him. Damn right. Now... There is another hurricane that's about to hit, but it's hitting in Mexico. I know, I know, I know. It was a Category 3 hurricane, Hurricane Roslyn. 
spun across Mexico, 120 mile an hour winds, did tens of dollars in damage to Mexicans and their their properties. I believe a chiclet factory is offline, which that is never, ever good. He's back in the meeting today, weekend to Bernie's style. In addition to damaging winds, Rosalind is expected to produce four to eight inches of rain in the upper coast of Jalisco State of Nayart, including Las Las Marias. And some inches got 10 inches. There you go. And I'm sure that will all be made into fentanyl and crack in the near future. Fuck, 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 global chiclet storage. That's something we don't even mess around with here. I mean, if they had a global chiclet storage, what did, what would them poor kids in Mexico be selling? Oh, I know, ass. That's what they'd be selling. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. One more thing. Oh, you know what? I'll get this. Why is this not clicking over? Uh-oh. The other day, I pleasured myself. No, that's not what I want. Ooh, hold on a second here. Something is not right. Yeah, you guys have to stay with me here. Um, why is my mouse not working? Well, it, it's working, but it won't click on anything. Wow, the arrows won't work either. Well, that's weird. How about we just do this? We go quit soundboard. And we open up soundboard again. Let's see. Let's try this. There it is. See, it's working now. <laughs> Cue the global warming stories in hell. Mexico deserves a hell. <laughs> um, I, I got a movie review for you when we come back.
featured his favorite superhero, uh, the Savage Hawkman. No, Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. No, today's movie review, um, I did not see Black Adam yet. I, I, I do plan on seeing it. Uh, I finally saw Clerks 3. Um, I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Kevin Smith. He's only made a couple movies that I didn't really like. But everything else, like Mallrats, one of my all-time favorites. Clerks, of course. Chasing Amy. Dogma. I'm not going to leave Dogma out, I promise. Um, I'll never forget the first time I heard about the movie Clerks. And it was from Tommy. Holy shit! Yeah, it, it, he's like, man, you got to see this movie, dude. It's black and white. Dude, it's fucking hysterical. Now, I remember it took me a while because it was always rented. Because this was one of those, that this, this was a cult classic. Got released, but nobody went and saw it. And then Mallrats came out, and he started to get a little bit more. And, and then Chasing Amy was his third movie that I actually did see in the theater. And then he blew up. But Clerks was his first movie. A genius movie, if you've watched. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend seeing Clerks. And this was Clerks Part 3. Now, Clerks Part 2... We found that our heroes in the movie, Randall and Dante, have moved on from the quick stop and now work at a Moobies, which is a, a, a fast food joint. And that's where Dante falls in love with Rosario Dawson, and they introduced Elias, a new character, to the fold. 
And that's where they get up the great idea to buy the Quickie Mart. Oh, I love Dog. Dogma is one of my all-time favorite movies. Dogma is one of the smartest movies that was ever written. Um, but Clerks 3, I was having a hard time with this, and I talked to Chris for a little bit because he went and saw it, and this, was, this movie is a tribute to the movie Clerks. And like I said, if you've never seen Clerks, then I don't know why you're seeing Clerks 3. I think that's stupid on your part. But if you have seen it, this is kind of uh, the, the final bra. I, I hate the way it ended. Oh, my God, do I hate the way it ended. Man, oh, man, you can't do that. What is Randall supposed to do? But I watched it. All in all, good movie and, and, and good closure to that story. Very, very good closure to that story, well, except for the ending, because, I, like I said, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but it was bullshit. Anything else I saw over the weekend that I want to review? No. I watched the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. We've talked about that, and now we have to talk about this. Oh, my God. The caretaker... For Lionel Dahmer. Lionel Dahmer is 86 years old, and yes, he is the father of Jeffrey. And if you watch this Netflix special, the actor who was the dad in Step Brothers plays Lionel uh, Dahmer. The man deserves an award for this role that he played. I mean, I, I mean honestly, I can't imagine a father having to hear all those things that your son did. Well, it seems that overzealous fans of the 10-part series are now showing up at Lionel Dahmer's house. One lady stood at the end of the driveway, took her panties off, and threw them at him. Now, I don't know if he was doing What's New Pussycat or if he was singing Delilah at the time, but Tom Jones must have been there at some point to have underwear thrown at him. I had to go out there with a pair of tongs to pick up this woman's granny panties. The girl looked like she was in her 20s and was shouting, I love you, Lionel. The property has been outlined with uh, no trespassing signs, but that doesn't matter. People are still showing up. They're, 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 they're shouting words of encouragement at him. Did the FBI collect them as evidence? Fuck, they should. I finished Dahmer last night and was thinking the same. He did an amazing on that part. He really did. That guy fucking, good Lord. Um, the caretaker says anything Dahmer related blows up. 
It seems like every time a movie or series comes out, that's when a lot of the crazy starts happening with fanboys and the fangirls. How can you be a fanboy of fucking Jeffrey Dahmer? He ate people. Seriously, they're fangirling over the geriatric father's driveway? Get a life, people. Yeah. Another story about two weeks ago, we had a guy pull up in a nice-looking car right in the middle of the driveway. I came out, and he was acting erratic and violent, saying he wanted to see Lionel. He was a big guy, and he was acting very hostile. Jeb, the caretaker, who has since started carrying a gun, said he started cussing me out, and I was telling him, hey, dude, you have to leave. You're not going to get in. He started acting more crazy, so I took a step back. I am uh, armed now, but I wasn't at the time. Thinking fast, Jeb pretended to be armed in the effort to scare away the intruder. I put my, uh, my right hip back, giving him appearance I was armed, and told him, you need to leave or I'm going to call the cops. The guy left. Look, man, watching that series, knowing what this father has, the, the guilt this father lives with because he introduced him to taxidermy. And that was the one thing I took back from this special. This doctor, this dad really thinks that he did it. Hold on. You know what? You know what? I got to take a picture of that. Straight fire, you've, you've told a joke without telling a joke. I heard the series is so good, people are eating it up. How good is the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix? So good, people are eating it up. That, that's tomorrow's joke. There we go. That blew me away. I couldn't believe people wrote him fan mail and gave him money. You like him until he eats your brother. This is the weirdest thing. This is something that happens in our society, and I imagine it happens in other societies, but I don't care about them. The Menendez brothers both got married in jail. Richard Ramirez found a wife. I don't understand these people. I don't understand these people that write to serial killers and then quote-unquote fall in love with them. Do you not realize what they're doing? They're manipulating you. They're using you. They aren't in love with you. They probably want to kill you. And given a chance, they probably would. But you're going to fall in love with them? And the Menendez brothers, I don't care what anybody, oh, their parents were bad. No, their parents were not bad. These two boys blew off their parents' heads with shotguns and then went on a spending spree. Richard Ramirez killed about a billion people in northern and southern California and got caught in Compton. And suffered quite the beatdown for it. I have zero apologies for these people that get murked in prison like Jeffrey Dahmer. Hell, you just saved us about $250,000 a year. 
anything, the mom did it to him with all those pills. His brain was developing while he's feeding chemicals. Yeah. We should bring back involuntary loony bins for people like them. Oh, Andy worships Satan. Yeah, that's another big one there. Um, I wish they would bring back the state-run nursing home or the, the care facilities for the criminally insane. You know, with all this talk that we do, we, I mean, the powers that be, about people and, you know, with, with, with mental health issues, that seems to always be the second thing brought up whenever there's a mass shooting is mental health issues. Well, why don't we have more places to help people with mental health issues since every state has pretty much closed down all their, their nut houses? And they close down their nut houses for cost. That's what it is. These homes, I want you to think about this. The next time you drive through a stupid roundabout, the next time you're in a neighborhood somewhere and you go through a brand new roundabout, you know how they love to put these in now everywhere, these fucking roundabouts like we're some kind of European country even though we're not? We have that roundabout now due to the fact that, well, we don't have a fucking mental health hospital for the criminally insane. But, hey, we got roundabouts. These are the same people that made garbages. I would die for uh, you uh, a hot. These are the same people that made garbages. I would die for you a hit. Oh, a hit. Not a hot. A hit. Yeah, I, I don't understand the people that marry serial killers in prison. But, hey, it's not for me to understand. It's their lives. Do what you want with it, you fucking retard. That's what I'll say to you. I, I mean, it's just true. Uh, whenever I heard about roundabouts, I think, hey, look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Yeah, exactly. Fucking stupid. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, Mark. I love Mark Hamill, except when he opens his mouth and he's not Luke Skywalker. Actor Mark Hamill has seen the fighting in Ukraine from afar and decided it's time for Luke Skywalker to help. He has sent the funds over so that the, uh, the Ukrainians can buy 500 drones destined to take on a variety of military and civil tasks against invading, Russia, uh, invading Russian forces, he says, represent the evil empire. Now, I'm laughing at this because what, he, did, he, did he call Radio Shack and he, he gave him his, his billing address, but their shipping address? Hey, guys, I got 500 drones for you. Now, now, Mark, did you make sure that the instructions are in Ukraine? Because you don't want to send a bunch of instructions that are French and Mexican. They ain't going to figure that shit out. Um, this is what Mark Hamill said. 
Very simply, Ukraine needs drones. They define war outcomes. They, they what? Um, they protect their land, their people. They monitor the border, their eyes in the sky. Those drones will eventually kill Americans, and I can't wait until they do. I can't wait till those drones are used on Americans, and then I can go to Mark Hamill and go, now what you got there, partner? Look, look. Do you want to know what wins wars? I, I, I hate to be the person who tells you this. Bullets win wars. The end. Bullets and money win wars. It's all over after that. If you have a lot of bullets and you have a lot of money, you will win the war. He's right. Drones work uh, unless you put the blast shield down and have to trust the force. (laughs) He's going to be sending them an R2, D2, a fucking C3. He's not sending the right drones. These are not the drones you're looking for. <laughs> Sends that orange fucking R2-D2 over. The little soccer ball from the new movies. I don't know. I just... What the fuck is this? Spider-Man Far From Home star Zach Barack, who is transgender, is taking aim at Disney, saying the Hollywood studio is not doing enough to champion LGBTQ roles in the comic book-based films and TV shows. Do, 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 do you think that there aren't roles for trans people in the Marvel Universe because they were never written in? Because nobody ever thought about this? And now we have to change everything for you people? There was a world before you! Uh, I spent several hours a day researching the war. These drones will definitely help out a lot. Slava, Ukraine, down with Putin. Just send over the main chick from Star Wars movie, the one who had the one face like she's pushing out the world's most constipated shit in history. Stinkfist says, yeah, we know. None of us are doing enough. Can't... They can portray characters. That it, look, look, he's two-faced. According to profit margins, they're doing too much. This is, uh, you know, they didn't do enough in Lord of the Rings to promote transgender lifestyles. Well, I'm sure R.R. Token fucking had something to do with that. 
or whatever his fucking name was. Whenever it was written, assholes. And by, by the way, by the way, let, let, let's just, is this the new world that we live in where there have to be parts for these people? I can tell you right now, honestly, I do not have a transgender person in my life. I don't. I don't want them in my life. I, I think, honestly, it, it would be too taxing. It would just be too taxing for me. But now they have to be in every movie. They have to be a part of every show. Every song has to mention transgenders. Is that when we're going to be happy? So Zach Barack is a chick, right? Yeah, I guess. He said, uh, they're doing the job, but it's not good enough. It's, I mean, on some fundamental level, even seeing a Batgirl shelved, which is not Marvel, it all boils down to what we value, which is not femininity. Shut up. You don't value femininity. You're a dude now. That's where hating trans people in a lot of ways comes from, that we don't want people to act less than what we see, which is often masculine which is why it's a lot less dangerous to be a trans guy than it is to be a trans girl or a trans feminine person. I I think it's crazy that you're trying to say that it's tough to be one or the other. I have a friend who claims to be non-binary. She's just gender gender non-confirming woman. I, I look 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 it, it, it's too taxing which means it's too time con- there's there I have, to, I have to remember too many things about you. You're not in my life. If I can't say she or her about you, then I don't want you in my life. If I can't say him and her or him and his, his and him or what, I'm done. I'm done playing the stupid game. I have a deep philosophical question for the ass family. Can a trans person say not it when they don't want to do a task or a dare? And likewise, when you play tag with a trans person, how can they be? How can they not be it? You're it. She called me an it. Well, we're playing tag. Well, all right, you're going to be fined a million dollars now for that hate speech. Look, I just found this story. I just see they're not doing enough. How much more do you look? Look, look. Hey, uh, what what what's this this person's name? Barack, Zach Barack. If they're not doing that, you know what? Then let's just stop making movies. How about that? How about we take your 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 business and we just get rid of it? Did you not see what happened? And of course, you saw what happened. But I'm sure you believe Billy Eisner's uh, take on this. They marketed. Very well. They did a lot of marketing for that movie, Bros. They marketed it. They got it out there. And what happened to that movie? That movie flopped. And it didn't flop because there are nothing but homophobes in society. It flopped. Remember, a gay writer said this was a very preachy movie. Very, uh, It was a bad representation of their lifestyle. That's what they said, not me. Um... This is what happens when you when you market something 
to a group of people that aren't even close to being a, a majority. I'm sorry. Do you know why rom-coms work? Because men and women alike go to see them. You know why a gay rom-com doesn't work? Because straight men won't go see that movie. This goes back. This goes back to something here. This goes back to the whole um, uh, bakery discussion that we had earlier. Maybe more so in movies. Are you making your movie only for a specific group of people? Because it sounds like these bakeries are only for people that that fall in line. And in my bakery, I'm going to make it for everybody. I don't care. My movie, I would probably make for everybody, too. Granted, I'm sure that people would say it's not inclusive enough, which I would say, fuck you. But once again, we're, 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 we're making things that are so limited in the group they're targeted to that the money it made was probably kind of a hit in that kind of an area. It, it, it's just, it's so head-shaking. Serious question, has anyone met a happy trans person? If transitioning is supposed to be to fulfill them, why are they so overly sensitive and consistently play the victim? They all seem very miserable as though gender wasn't their real issue. Because it's not. That's a great question, P. Coop. Because it's not. Do you know what the main issue is? I'm going to tell you what the main issue is. These people are starved for attention. Oh, I'll say it. I don't care. You can come and shout me down all you want, but you know I'm right. It's, it's flat-out attention. You look at somebody who's a transgender person, they walk into a room where they were, they go to a high school reunion, they are the talk of the reunion. Why? Because that's where all the attention goes. It's all about attention. Douglas says, trans people have mental illness. I know that's a surprising stat, but it's factual. Well, that's what it used to be deemed as was a mental issue. And now they, we've thrown all that research out the window. Oh, this is totally natural now. Which it's not. Well, yeah, if you don't like gay sex and trans sex, you're a bigot. If they don't like heteros, uh, heteronormality, your questioning makes you a bigot. Yeah. Daddy, mommy issues, they weren't loved enough, etc. Maybe they didn't, they didn't, oh, and I'm sure I'm going to be fucking hated in those realms, and I don't care. Maybe they didn't, you know, put themselves out there enough when they were in high school where nobody paid attention to them, and now people are going to pay attention to them, damn it, because, well, I have a vagina instead of a penis. I just, uh, I just got to shake my head, man. It's still a mental illness. Just because someone calls a kettle white doesn't change the color. It's still black. I hear you, but here's the thing, though. And I'm not, I I can't be canceled. You call it that, you're going to, you run into, uh, you run into some issues. If you call transgenderism a mental health issue, you're going to run into all kinds of problems. I don't disagree with you that it is. All I'm going to say is be careful where you say it. 
Uh, this text just came in. Arnie, not only do they starve for attention, but demand their lifestyles accepted by everybody. Yeah. I mean, you look at it. I don't. I've never told anybody to accept me. Hey, if you don't like me, okay, great, awesome. Go away. I, 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 I don't need you in my. If you don't like me, then that's great. I don't have to waste my time on you. Now, if you're somebody who I really want in my life, I'll probably ask why I'm not in your life. Why, why does this bother you? Why, why do I bother you so much? But that's it. I mean, otherwise, I'd be like, all right, deuces. See ya. Can you imagine if they remade Kindergarten Cop and had to redo that scene, include all genders? It'd be 10 minutes long. Yeah, I mean, that kid would be doing everything. Uh, that kid would say, my dad is a, a gynecologist. And he says, boys have a penis and vagina and girl, instead of just saying... Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Mage of Consent, AIG, AIG, what's up, Mage? How you doing? If you can't love yourself for who you actually are, then why the fuck would you want to love you either? Yeah? Look, man. You have to find happiness. Okay, people have to find their own happiness. You have to find what makes you happy. I have found a number of things that make me happy. A, a lot of legal things. I mean, I enjoy T-shirts. I enjoy hats. I find I I I I find stuff that I like. I don't go out and do a lot of stuff that I don't like to do. There's a lot of people that like to try shit out, and that, I'm not one of those people either. I like to do shit that I like. You know why? Because it's my time. If you want to try something new out, that's your time. You can go do it. Why can't we just accept each other? It, we need to accept ourselves first. That's the first thing. I, I, who said it there? Special Kale, you need to accept yourself. I accept that I'm a fat white guy whose time on earth is probably not a whole lot longer. I mean, I've still got decades in me. But I'm never going to play for the Rangers. I'm never going to coach the Cowboys. I'm never going to play on the PGA Tour. So instead of thinking about and rifling through those things and figuring out how I can and how I'd like that, I'd love to play on the senior PGA Tour. I know I'm not good enough, and there's no way I'm ever going to be good enough to play on that tour. Now, I'm not going to dumb it down and change the rules so I can play on that tour so it fulfills me. But that's what these other groups do. And until you find what makes you happy, look, look, if chopping your cock and balls off makes you happy, then start acting happy. Fucking Christ. I'm kind of persistent. Most people don't like me, so I just force my way into people's lives anyway. There you go. Arnie, with your luck, you'll live to be 104. Don't say that. God, that's a, that's a curse. Fuck you. If they remade Kindergarten Cop, the Seattle activists would march down that little Oregon town and set up an autonomous zone and try burning down the school. 
Uh, v Coop says, Kale, I've been asked to leave a trans training session because uh, I asked if they could accept themselves. Why should I accept them? Magic's had HIV for over 20 years, so all uh, so he has also had de- December AIDS in him. Look. This is, we've gotten to a point in our society, and I guess it happened yesterday on Meet the Press. There was kind of a, a, a tire screeching moment. Because that retard Chuck Todd, and, and, and by the way, it was a wheel screeching moment because that retard Chuck Todd doesn't listen to anybody from the right whatsoever. He just speaks all his garbage from the left. And when they have people from the right on and they say stuff, and then the same, like, man on the street from the left says the same thing, and it catches him off guard, the topic was the parenting of school kids and how it's gone out the window and how this war on parents is awful. Both the left and the right are against the wokening of our schools. Problem. Whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we find a subject that we can agree on? Oh, I'm sure they made that segment go away quick. Because they're tired of the wokeness in schools, the left and the right are jumping on board with this. This this might be all we need is the one thing. The one thing, it, it, believe me, I'm not hanging on this at all, but maybe this is the one thing that could actually make us get to work together. Oh, I know, I know, I'm crazy. I'm insane. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But looky there. People are green. I'm glad I won't need to go to a trans training in my company. Why, do you own the company? Because I don't ever have to go to one. Oh, I'm sure they have them at the radio station now all the time. All right, enough of all that stuff. How about this? Once again, once again, where are the men in our society? A Maryland couple signed a contract with U.S. Bank to purchase a five-bedroom home in Maryland last week. The wife drove by the house a day later and saw people living inside it. She tried to confront them, but the new tenants showed her what they claimed was a lease by the property and refused to leave. Real estate agent Melanie King said officers with the Prince George Police Department determined the lease was not correct. What, you you don't think it was correct, really? So somebody is trying to possess the property. It's not their property. Um... They claim that the officers with the Prince George examined the man's lease and it was not accurate, it was not correct. The department has since confirmed that one of its officers went to the house but said at his point it looks like a civil matter. In the meantime, the men are continuing to live in the home where signs have been put up asking people not to trespass and that it's private property. 
Miss King says, I don't know what to do at this point. Oh, I know what to do at this point. Oh, I know what you do at this point. You, you, you hire a group of mercenaries and you escort those gentlemen out of the house. Uh, you, you know, this is this, this bullshit world that we live in that actually has the audacity to protect squatters. That's how fucked up our country is. You truly want to know what's fucked up? I'm going to tell you what's fucked up. The fact that people can squat in homes and the police can't do shit about it and they claim it's a civil matter. And I got to tell you, I'm with you, Ogre. Squatters should be hanged, drawn, and quartered. These people put in a request for a house, and literally there is nothing that they can do about it. Well, you know what I'd do about it? This is what I would do about it. It's my house, right? I have all kinds of insurance on that house that these people that I don't know are living in there. Make sure these people go to work, and whoops-a-daisy, there's a, a problem with the wires, and oh, lo and behold, the house burns down. House burns down. Well, the owners get the the settlement money, so I'll take that money and buy another house. The police don't want to do anything about it because they're pussies sometimes. This is what I'd like to see in a case like this. In a case like this, because, you know, you have to give the people 30 days and you have to show up with the sheriffs and they'll finally get you out and all that kind of bullshit. But now you have to pay rent for another month. Now there's marijuana smoke coming from the house. And and there's a woman and a baby who's living there, too. It's not your fucking house. Get out. Look, I'm sorry. I'm kicking a woman and her baby out on the street. You can have no love for me there. I don't care. It's not your fucking house. Well, where am I supposed to go? That's not my problem. Hire a lawyer and a victim in 30 days. I don't want to spend the 30 days wondering what they're doing to my house. What if they're stealing all my copper piping? What if they're shitting in every corner of the house? Now I have to wait 30 days to live in a house that I purchased, and then I'm going to have to wait even longer for the cleanup that goes involved in 30 days. So I buy a house and I have to wait eight months to live in there just because people went in there and said, oh, well, this is the wrong lease. Once again, once again, instead of what's doing right and what's hard, and, and, and that's the problem with all this. When you have to do what's right, it's the hard thing to do. And what's right is sitting down and figuring out a, a real way to get rid of squatters. Now, sometimes people are called squatters because they have terrible landlords. I know that there are terrible landlords out there, and they do horrible things. How about we have a book of things to do, the people that can squat? Because not it, it, it's not one size fits all. It, it just isn't. In this case, these people are in the wrong. Get them the fuck out. Call the law offices of Smith and Wesson. Amen to that.
what kind of fucking world do we live in when the people have bought a house and they go to the police and they say, hey, these people are in our house, and the police go, yeah, this lease is not legal. But we can't do anything about it. Huh? Oh, I can. Oh, I surely will. Y'all motherfuckers can't be in the house if you're both in the hospital. Whoops a daisy. You got in a terrible car accident. I'm moving all your shit out, changing the locks and saying, fuck you. Yes, I know that's bad of me, but that's okay. Um oh, Bubba's dreaming. He's got REM going right now. Bubba. Hey. Nothing. This happened in 2008 when people were default on their arm loans. The banks took the house back and people poured cement down the sinks and toilets and destroyed all the cabinets and countertops. That's exactly right. I know for a fact that it it happened in Grand Prairie. I won't say anything about Garland because I don't know if it's true or not. When the water park in Grand Prairie closed down, there was a whitewater water park there, and there was a wet and wild in Arlington. And the city of Grand Prairie says, well, we want to keep this open because wet and wild's in Arlington. This is our moneymaker. Well, the owners that bought out whitewater was wet and wild, and they poured cement down all the drains. They could never open up another water park there, so they just knocked everything down. There's nothing been there since. And this is what people will do. And, and, and that's something I have another hard time with. Like, if somebody truly loved their home, why would you shit all over it? Just because you can't live there anymore? You don't want anybody else to live there? Okay. You, you know you're going to have to fucking deal with karma for that. Pouring cement down the drains, you're going to have to deal with some karma for that. That one's going to come back and bite you. Whitewater parks are racist. Damn right they were. Uh, Yep, when my wife and I were shopping for our first home during the default crisis, half of the houses we toured had uh, spilled dirt, smelled of piss, and had broken doors or cabinets. Nobody gives a shit. It ain't theirs. They're going to fucking break it. Now, they they can't live there anymore. They're going to fucking shit can it. And that's what these people are doing in these people's houses. They're shit-canning that house. 73-year-old Shelly Long was seen out over the weekend. And pretty much nobody cares. Can we just go ahead and say that Shelly Long has got to be one of the dumbest actresses of all time? Now, granted, when she left, it got even better. But how do you leave Cheers in the middle of that series? You left Cheers to make Beverly Hills Troop? Or Troop Beverly Hills? You left quite possibly. No, no, not quite possibly. You left the greatest sitcom in the history of sitcoms. So you could do Troop Beverly Hills. Fucking idiot. You introduced us to Kirstie Alley. 
I tell you what, that was a big season when they switched everything. Coach had died. Kirstie Alley came in. Woody. Oh, God, what a great show. I just learned an interesting fact about that show. Um, yeah, she she really did leave to film movies, and that was her first big one. That is, it, it is true. Um, you remember the guy that played Eddie LeBeck? I don't think he, Jay Thomas is his name, I believe. Or was his name, because I, I believe he's dead. You remember he played, he played Carla's husband, Eddie LeBeck. He was a goalie for the Bruins for a while, and then he, he went to do the Disney on Ice thing. Do you know why they killed his character on the show? This is a true story, and I just heard this this weekend, and I, I, I died laughing. Somebody in a radio interview, because he was a radio guy, and somebody was interviewing him, and they asked him, somebody asked him, like, how much you made, and they're like, wow, you make that for every episode of Cheers you do? And he goes, well, yeah, because I have to kiss fucking and, and, and Rhea Perlman, because Rhea Perlman was his wife. They heard about what he said, and his detesting of kissing Rhea Perlman, yeah, they killed him off the next day. True story. I think that's great. In one house I appraised during the housing crisis, the previous owners left the gas on with pilot lights off. Place was filled with gas and a bomb waiting to go off. That's just lovely. Nicholas Castano died during the filming of season three, and they always had him uh, on trips or something because he wasn't doing well. Yeah, good old Coach. God almighty, I miss Coach. Coach was so funny. Yes, his character did die by getting run over by a Zamboni. Let's see. Well, wait a second now. Wait, wait. Eddie Raymond is attending nursing school to train for the new serial killer film, The Good Nurse. Well, well, he's not really a serial killer. Can he do that job? You know, because he would never play a transgender or a handicapped person again, he said, because he's not handicapped or transgendered. I wouldn't want to taste Danny DeVito either. Well, Danny DeVito just tastes like fucking, you know, Jersey Mike's. Oh, I miss that show. Boy, Cheers. I, I tell you what, and it's hard to find Cheers reruns. God damn. Put some Cheers reruns on instead of like Mom or Two Broke Girls. Give us something funny. How about All in the Family? Oh, I know there's no way. Did you see these assholes over in Germany? Well, we got two more stories in this break. These assholes that went over there. uh, This is sick, man. There they go. These climate activists that have liked to do things, and now they've thrown mashed potatoes on a Claude Monet painting. The the two activists from the group Last Generation can be seen throwing a thick substance on Monet's Les Meules. And then they glued their hands to the wall below the painting. 
Oh, Cheers on Netflix? Okay, cool. Um... I don't know if there was glass. It doesn't look like there was glass over this. Hopefully they can restore the painting. Um, I don't understand something. Yeah, that is a waste of goddamn germ- potatoes. Damn Germans, they go into a building, shoot the CEO, take the rest of the Christmas party hostage. Where the fuck is the museum version of John McClane? <laughs> Do they think that... that I don't even know how to ask this question. Do they think that destroying priceless works of art are going to make the environment better? Do you think that destroying a Claude Monet painting is going to get people to lighten their carbon footprint? I, I, I still haven't figured all this out. And the, the gluing themselves to the building. Well, if I'm a cop, I'm just ripping your hand off that. I'm not going to take the time to do it. I'm, I'm going to take your arm, and I'm going to rip it off there. And if it rips the skin off your hands, you did it. Idiot. These climate uh, activists haven't figured out that they're just getting people to hate them even more. Thanks for giving environmentalism a bad name. Please let these activists do that at the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown where I only finally visited. <laughs> oh, my God. If, you were to, if, you, if, they, if somebody were to be glued to the damn wall at Cooperstown the day I'm visiting, I, you, I guarantee, let me just say it right now. I guarantee. I'm going to jail because I am whooping some monkey ass. You, you you get in the way of me seeing a Nolan Ryan exhibit at the Baseball Hall of Fame, you're going to die. The end. No ifs, ands, or fucks about it. These fucktards who deface and destroy historical and priceless pieces of art should do life in a federal penitentiary. Well, they're in Germany. They should do time in a German prison. That'll show them. Mm. Just think, you rip off the hands, the skin's still there, boom, a new exhibit called Dumbass. And now I'm going to charge you to the cost to clean your skin off my building. Pretty soon we'll need to show our IDs for a fucking bottle of Elmer's glue. No shit. With all them that glue yourself to the floor, I think it's time for police to rip them off the floor. And it's glass, so all you did was making the maintenance person life bad that day. That's it. As soon as they glue themselves to the wall, I'm st- I'm kicking them. They will not be able to defend or leave. Boom. Hell yeah. Whoop that ass. I'm going to hurt you. I'm I'm just going to tell you this right now. You get in my way at the Baseball Hall of Fame, I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to send you to see a New England magician. What's this guy's name? 
New England-based magician who's done shows for over 20 years, Scott Jameson, was federally charged with possessing child porn. After he returned from a suspicious trip to Cambodia. Scott Jameson was arrested Friday and hit with one count of child pornography with the help of a a Cambodian organization that directed federal authorities to possible perverted behavior. Oh, this guy's going to Cambodia. Goes up to some Cambodian kid that's never seen any kind of magic. Does a little magic in front of him. Says, hey, you want to see my wiener disappear? That was wrong. Anybody want to pull a wiener out of a hat? The hat's on my crotch. You think German prisons or anything like Turkish prisons, do they give you the old farting nugget in the shower? I, you, when I think the word German prison, I don't know why, but I always just think concentration camp, and that can't be good. What the fuck is next? You find out a meme or an animal balloon twister's a pedo. I know, right? Isn't it crazy that this guy is doing all illusions? Hey, kids, I can make your balls disappear. Gobble, gobble. God, I'm going to hell for these. You don't take showers in a German prison? No, you don't. Mm-mm. You keep an eye out for guys named, like, Gunter. If Gunter's in the pri- if he's in there, you do not take one. Gunter don't play games like that. Uh, phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
interviewed about transgender. Boy, this is the last guy in the world you'd ask about this. But this was his take on transgender surgery, public restroom use. And let's see what If you're one of the millions say. of Americans suffering from foot pain, listen up. We're giving away these compressions. Shut up. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. You know, I think I was saying before we started that my son, my deceased son, used to be the Attorney General of the State of Delaware. He passed the most, the broadest piece of legislation that he, as Attorney General, can, uh, was able to convince the legislature and the governor to sign that dealt with uh, all gender-affirming capability. I mean, there's a lot of you know, sometimes they try to block you from being able to access certain medicines, being able to access certain procedures, and so on. None of that should be available. I mean, uh, you know, no what? no state should be able to do that, in my view. So I feel very, very strongly that uh, that you should have every single solitary right, including including use of your gender identity bathrooms in public. Great fire, you, you're right. What a stupid son of a bitch. It's fine by me. Next time I go to a club, I identify as a woman. I'm just going to say that right now. I can't wait to go in some dance club and take a, a healthy fucking dump with the door open. Because I identify as a woman. That's so dumb. He's so dumb. But by the way, he is the last person, the last person that we need talking about any kind of gender shit. God, please take that poor man home. He's been here too long. <laughs> Lord's name, I pray. Amen. Gender affirming care is just another way of saying I want children mutilated. Hey. Maybe he likes that sort of thing. I don't know. I don't know what he's into. He's just an old weird fruit. Massachusetts doctors. Um, this is why you don't do shit like this. Massachusetts doctors saved a mother and their son after recovering from a near-death experience after ingesting highly toxic death cap mushrooms they forged for dinner. <laughs> Cam Look and her son Kai Chin were outside gathering mushrooms similar to the ones they would find in Malaysia to cook with. They pulled them up. They started to feel sick during dinner and were reportedly able to drive themselves to the hospital. 
They had to take them to another hospital in Worcester. Worcester. They were experiencing severe life-threatening liver damage from the incident. Hospital said the death rate for this type of liver injury is about 50%. Okay, now, assholes. Assholes out there. This is what happens when you forage for your own food, okay? And you're not smart enough to figure out the differences in mushrooms. What the hell? What the hell? I mean, that's not the way you want to be knocking at the doors of the pearly gates. You want to knock at the doors of the pearly gates and say, oh, why, why are you here? Oh, I, I, I was run over by a bus because I just saved a baby. That's a way to go. You know, I, 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 I was shot by a, a school shooter, but I saved a bunch of children. That's the way you want to be ushered into heaven. You don't want to knock on the gate, and there's St. Peter, and he opens the door. What, what, what happened? Ate some bad mushrooms. Boy, man, I wait. you do not get to go to the roped-off parts of heaven for that. That is the one thing. You are definitely not going to the VIP area for that. He's checking his book. Okay, let's see. Poisonous mushrooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. We forgot about you. You guys are way in the back. That is not the way you want to go. She's looking at it and she's like, he's oh, we're gonna make we're gonna make us some mushrooms today. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? No, it's poison. If she'd just gotten stuck in the washer like other Asian moms, she'd be alive and sexually satisfied according to X videos. <laughs> hey Arnie, have you ever thought about starting a gaming channel? Uh, in that subject, there is a website named Twitch that gamers use to stream games, but recently Amazon has been streaming their uh, Thursday games for free. Uh, no, I, I don't play a lot of games, so I'm not on those. I hear the sizzlobin mushrooms. Are, I don't even know what that is. Is that something bad for you? Because that's a word I ain't never seen before. Threw a piece of ice on Papa. Didn't even move him. Didn't phase him. There's a little piece of ice. Like if you're walking home from school one day and you see a mushroom on the ground, don't eat it. You don't know what those people have in their yard. I'm glad as a kid I was never a fan of mushrooms. I I, I can take them now, but I, I don't like go out of my way to eat them. If they're on a pizza or if they're in some Italian food, I'll, I'll eat them. I'll ingest them. But never have I saw one and been like, ooh, look at that, a mushroom. i got to have that raw. Usually when I see something like that, it's like, ooh. <laughs> Is that a bomb pop? Is that a drumstick? Ooh, I can eat that raw. Those are the shrooms that make you happy. Well, maybe well, maybe not these. There are shrooms that make you happy, and then they're the kind that kill you. Are these just like toadstools? Because that's what we were called. They they were told. Well, they, we were called that. We were told they were called toadstools. 
Just the mushroom tip. Yeah, I, uh, uh. Fucking terrible. Did you guys hear this story last week out of the University of Wisconsin? University of Wisconsin's women volleyball team, uh, they, they, were, uh, they were peeped. Topless locker room snaps of the women's volleyball players were leaked online as cops are investigating. Now, I, I'm, I'm looking at this picture, and it looks like all the gals are looking towards the camera to show off their boobs. Now, is it me, or does that mean that they knew the camera was there? Statement says, we are aware of the private photos and video of UW volleyball student-athletes that were never intended to be shared publicly or being circulated digitally. The unauthorized sharing of this significant and wrongful invasion of a student-athlete's privacy, including potential violations of university policies and criminal statutes. When the student-athletes became aware of the circumstantial photos, they contacted UW-Madison Police Department. UWPD is investigating multiple crimes, including sharing sensitive photos without consent. UWPD is not investigating the volleyball student-athletes for wrongdoing in this matter. Our top priority is supporting the student-athletes, and we are providing them with the appropriate services and resources. Now, I got to say, first of all, why are you leaking photos from the University of Wisconsin girls volleyball team? Are, are you hoping that you see a couple dick pics? I, I, mean, I mean, it's the volleyball team, dude. And these aren't beach volleyball players. These are, these are grown-in-gym volleyball players. Uh, that would be something. Hey, my dudes, it's Big Arnie. Today I'm going to stream Fortnite till 7, and we're switching to Minecraft. Yeah, I can't see that, Christopher, at all. Was Chris Jenner the photographer? No shit. I mean, this to me just, just, <laughs> once again, once again, this is why I have never sent a dick pic, Okay. All you people that like to send dirty pictures to one another, I think it's great. Part of your relationship, it's fantastic. Now, I'm going to let you in on a little something here. If um, if you're dating, married couples, I, I think they, they, they know where the boundaries are. Dating couples don't, and mainly because guys are stupid. I'm going to fully blame this on guys. There was a guy who listened to this show a long time ago. We'll call him, uh, we'll, we'll just give him an initial, and that initial is Todd. And uh, he started seeing this gal, which is a very, very pretty girl, very, very pretty girl. And the, they hit it off. I, I think they're still together. I, I'm not sure. But like a week into it, she sent him some naked pictures. And guess who got to see those naked pictures about an hour later? That's right, yours truly. If you're in a dating relationship and you send nude photos to one another, all her girlfriends know how big your dick is. 
and all your guy friends have probably rubbed one out to her. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Because this is what happens. I'll never forget when Snapchat first came out, I, uh, back when I was on the radio, people were telling me, oh, you got to get it because girls will take topless pictures there and send them to you, and then they go away. I'm like, they don't ever go away once they're on the internet. Oh, they go away. And then it was like six months later that they found all these different things, all these different files of all these Snapchats. Yes, hello, dear. Uh, you forgot to say, and ladies, he also sent his pictures out. And let me tell you, he man. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Um, there's a good link for y'all. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What does this say? Addicted to sending dick pics. I don't want to watch this. What? Why am I watching this? My name is Ryan Dikowski. I'm 24 years old, and I am addicted to sending dick pics. My addiction all started about seven months ago. No, I'm not watching this. Right? I'll watch it later. Thank you. Yeah, you guys, guys, guys. Yeah, you have to stop. But hey, it's okay. Uh, this is this is more informative for everybody because, like I said, this is an educational show. <laughs> Girls, if by dating a guy, while you were dating a guy, you sent naked pictures to him, all his friends saw you naked. I'm just telling you, all of his friends have seen you naked. Guys, you send a dick pic or two to your girlfriend... All her friends know the size of your cock. It's what they do. And these girls that are taking topless pictures at the University of Wisconsin, if you snap that photo, as soon as you snap that photo, it's gone. Am I shocked that this photo left? Not at all. Am I shocked that somebody wanted leaked photos of the girls' volleyball team at Wisconsin? Hell yes. Probably the people that wanted them are the girls' team from Rutgers. You know what's bad when she says, that was a dick pic? Oh, I thought it was a low-resolution picture of Vienna sausage. Either that or, what was that? That's never a good one to get in return. I don't stare at those pictures, but I have no problem when my friends uh, share theirs. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, yes, if you're a gal who in the past has sent me naked pictures, people have seen them. Yeah, just to let you know. Just to let you know. Uh, all right, let's see. Should I do the police probe? Yeah, I should do the police probe. Is that your belly button? <laughs> she sends a video clip of Polly Walnut saying, I guess you could call that a dick. When he makes Christopher strip. That's funny. Uh, oh, man, the trans are at it again. Now, this really sucks. The Cherokee County Board of Education in North Carolina voted last month 
this is where we need to fucking put an end to it. Is going to forfeit all the girls' volleyball games against a rival because the rival school has a transgender athlete who injured a player the last time they played with a spike. Holy shit! The board voted 5-1 to one to forfeit all girls' volleyball matches against Highland School for uh, a player reportedly suffered a head and neck injuries from a spike from a transgender athlete. You know, a boy pretending to be a girl. The county will not participate in any volleyball games, varsity, or JV against Highlands due to safety concerns. Well, I don't know. See, part of me says yes, bravo, but part of me says, well, now we can't have anything. Because Douglas just says that's how you fight back against trans sports movement, refuse to participate. Was that Gaylord Fokker spiking the ball? Probably. Once again, this idea, that, and, and by the way, this is, this is how you can tell it's all bullshit. This is how you can tell it's all bullshit. It's not, it, it, this has nothing to do with making people feel like they belong. It has nothing to do with any of that. The only groups they are fighting for are girls who want to be, are boys who want to turn into girls and play girls' sports. Get out of here. There you go. Damn cat. That fuck, Bubba, what are you doing letting a cat in the studio? Um, we never hear any of this going girls to boys' sports. And in some states, it's law to where it's written girls, uh, boys turning into girls doing girls sports. Why haven't we seen this the other way? Oh, I already know. I, I, I already know. I don't need the answer. I already know. Sounds like the other team couldn't defend a good spike. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know when, when you've got a man spiking the ball in a girl's game. I mean, shit. I would I would like to know what this guy looks like and, and the, the kid that did this. Because there are kids out there, look, 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 volleyball is big in some school. My my oldest nephew, actually, he's like 6'4". He got a scholarship to, to play volleyball in college. And I'll tell you this right now, he could bring the thunder. If I was a girl, I wouldn't want that fucking being slammed down on me either. Boys are physically stronger than girls. I read the story about this, and one of the heads of the program stated that in the 40 years of him working in the schools, he had never seen an injury of that magnitude. When you said spike, in my mind, immediately thought of the Oriental spike from wrestling. Nice. Nice. No, kid, you, you set him up. I mean, this is like Olympic low. I mean, some of these kids, they, they have some power, and if he brings it and the girl gets hurt, she gets hurt at the hands of a boy playing in a girls' league. 
You're damn right we're going to say something. I feel bad for all the other girls on that team, though. I mean, I feel terrible for the one that got hurt, but what about uh, the other girls on that team that want to play volleyball, that, that might actually have a chance to get maybe, I don't know, a volleyball scholarship or something? And they're coming after our First Amendment people. Due to uh, an English teacher at Cajon High School in San Bernardino, Robert Bean. Oh well, this is why it was. This is why it was a big deal, because this phrase, this this quote, he said was videotaped and later uploaded to TikTok. And he said about a student, she's a rude, defiant little brat kid that I just want to slam her face against the wall. I'm old school, guys. I'm 53 years old. <laughs> yeah, he, he's been on put a... Okay, real quick, dude. You can't say... I guarantee, let, let, let's just all say this. I guarantee. That every single teacher out there has said something like this. That they want to beat the shit out of a student. They want to slam their head in a wall. But you don't do it and upload it on TikTok. Oriental Spike sounds like a reason you leave your drink unattended at a Chinese wedding. Oh, the Oriental Spike was, look, this was the deadliest move in all of wrestling. And let me tell you, it really worked. So what you would do is you'd make a fist, and you would tape up your thumb to where your thumb can't bend, and you would stick your thumb right in the guy's jugular, right in the throat. You're just choking a guy with your, th with your thumb. It's painful as shit. Yeah, they put him on administrative leave. They said, uh, we are looking into allegations posted on social media. We're not able to share more about this situation because we are required to protect our employees' privacy in this matter. It wasn't as dead as the Cosby spike. No, nothing is that bad. They say he's done this in the past. He's yelled at students. He's yeah, he's called them different slurs. The R slur for one, and the F slur is another one. So he said retard and fag. Okay. Those aren't the big ones, though. Those don't add up to the almighty N-word. I tell you what, you can say four Fs and one R and still not be in as much trouble for saying one N. Uh, Ogre, have a great Monday, my friend. You have uh, a, a good one, buddy. A few more stories to go here. Mm. Oh, man. Where the hell is this? Oh, boy. What's this video? Okay, I'm watching it. All right, looks like there's an alligator. Ooh, alligator's fixing a pounce on a swan. Oh, boy. 
Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Wait a second. Here comes another bigger alligator. Eat the other alligator! Oh, my God, Roger! Roger, 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 Roger! Boy, nature is not nature's friend. This was like a, 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 a stab in the back in wrestling. Oh, my God. Boy, and this other alligator is humongous. I would say that alligator is at least, at least 1,500 pounds if it's an ounce. The first one that gets out is about 700 pounds. It's got a long tail. It's walking up on this swan. Hey, swan, I'm fixing to eat you. Ooh, I'm getting ready. Here comes the other one. Hey, buddy, how you doing? That's an awesome video. And then the swan sits back down and starts watching. The swan's like, yep, fuck you. Oh, that's a video of the day right there. I can't stop watching it. That is magnificent. And he drags that carcass back in the water. That is a cannibal gator. Oh, that's video of the day right there. Thank you, Braddy Kid. Braddy Kid sent that one to me. Oh, man. That was the old, hey, why don't you scout out the food and I'll let you get it, even though you're looking mighty tasty, pal. You know, I watch a lot of them alligator shows. I got to tell you, alligators probably got to be about the worst animal out there because they turn on each other. You don't see a lot of bears eating bears. You don't hear a lot about bears eating bears. But that motherfucker right there, you hear this all day. Alligators will cannibalize themselves like there's no tomorrow. I don't know about you. If you've ever eaten alligator, you know it ain't that good. So when they say alligators don't like the taste of people either, I say bullshit. Because they'll eat alligator, they'll eat people. The swan was a plant by the big alligator. Yeah, it <laughs> It was like those fake turkeys put out there. It was this one. Damn, that video was awesome. Those are the kind of nature videos I want to watch. I'm watching it again. Here we go. As they sneak up on you, no one is around. I think I'm going to enjoy you with a nice Chianti. Hmm, as I lay down and look at you and don't think anything happening. Here I go. Oh, ow, ow, ow. Why is he biting me? Oh, my God. This big guy. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, this one. Man, that was awesome. That was great right there. Uh, All right, last story here. Here we go. And you know what? We got to take a little trip for it. Yep, that's right. We got we got we got to take a little drive. Nothing to see here.
Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah. All right, it's Friday night in in Tennessee. It means it's football time in Tennessee. This is the Washington County School District. And it was the annual musket bowl game between Daniel Boone High School and Davy Crockett High School in Jonesboro, Tennessee. A regular old slobber knocker, as JR would say. Um, before the game, because this is a big rivalry game, they decided that they were going to turn up the stakes a little bit, make this a bigger than usual uh, event. And they hired a skydiver to come and land the football on the field during pregame activities. Seen this done with the military tons of times. You've seen it done at the Super Bowl. There's a guy, oh, look, oh, they're swinging back and forth. They always land on the 50-yard line. Well, not quite. Um, the skydiver, who was a father, a husband, a grandfather, um, crashed to the ground. Um, medical uh, personnel at the scene rendered aid to the skydiver after his landing. A moment of silence was held at the football stadium shortly after the parachutist was airlifted to the hospital. They decided not to postpone the game. The musket bowl did kick off about a half hour later. No no word on who won, but we do know that the parachutist did die. But the game's got to go on. Was Mike Evans supposed to catch him? No shit, right? Holy shit. Boy, that's got to be something to see at a high school game. All of a sudden, you're looking up for this parachuter, and he just comes crashing down. Oh. Did anyone hold up a sign with a three score on it? Yeah, we give that landing a two and a half. What kind of aid do you give? Well, you got to have a spatula or something. You got to get his car. I, I, and it doesn't say where he landed. Like, I don't know if he landed in the stadium or if he missed the stadium or what. But if he landed in the stadium with all those people there, because, look, high school, big, high school football is big in Tennessee. I mean, especially the Musket Bowl. You can't pull off a triple indie from the plane. Did he land on the fit? I no word, no word. Hold on, let, let, let's see if we can find a. Let's see if we can find a better recap of the story. Uh, Tennessee skydiver. Oh boy. Oh 
no. Uh, let's see, 55-year-old, uh, and he fell to the ground. The skydiver was employed by a company. The victim's identity has not been released. This was definitely a very unimaginable accident. Oh, I could have imagined that. It happened about a half hour before the game started. Joining us on News Channel 11 at 11, I'm Mick Dugan. The skydiver injured during a Tri-Cities high school football game has died. He crashed outside the fence line during festivities leading up oh. to the musket bowl between Daniel Boone and David Crockett last night. News Channel 11's Clarice Shaley has more from the people who saw what happened. Oh boy. Tragedy struck David Crockett High School's football field Friday night. Daniel Boone sophomore Tyler Smith saw it happen. It was out of the blue, and nobody could, you know, expect that to be hap to happen. The skydiver well, crashed before the beginning of the matchup with rivals David Crockett and Daniel Boone High Schools for their musket bowl. Yeah, everybody was shocked, surprised, and they didn't know what to do. There's people rushing over, and then police got a hold of the situation. A witness who did not want to be identified was at the game with his family. His daughter watched first responders check the skydiver's pulse. The guy checked his pulse, and I, from his reaction, him shaking his head, it wasn't a good sign. He either had a weak pulse or no pulse. They he had a moment of silence sky. for the skydiver, but the decision was made to continue with the game. We should try to um, just introduce some, some sense of normal uh, that, that we began the night as. On Monday, both schools will be provided with counseling, but the school district has yet to decide if they want more skydivers at their games again. I do. Um, at this point, I, do. I don't know. You know Please it, do. It, it, it's not unreasonable to, to have that response. Um, but, uh, you know, this... There's a great group of skydivers you can, ha you can hire. <laughs> if you go on 99 and you head south towards Modesto... There's a great skydiving place there. I would say you should get all your skydivers from there from now on. Why would you be anonymous? Not like you fucked with this parachute. You just witnessed it. I'd start by looking at the guy who didn't want to buy it, be identified. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, I'd be screaming from the hills. I saw it. I saw it. Dude fucking bounced. Player scores a touchdown and spikes the ball. The crowd goes silent and someone yells, really? The skydiver dropped dead. Tough stuff. Yep. Um, who won the game? Man, oh, man. It doesn't say. In all these stories, it doesn't say. Well, you know what? Let's see. Hold on. Who, who are these high schools once again? David, David Crockett and Daniel Boone High School. David Crockett High School. Uh, high School Football. Okay. Um, well, that's that. Well, 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 we we need to see the seven more rows. Um, Oh, dear Lord, they got their asses kicked. David Crockett got beat 35-7. to seven. Second to last game of the season. That's good stuff right there. We found out who won. 
I uh, used to want to, uh, to go skydiving, but now I'm a father. I feel less inclined to take that risk. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I've done it. Yes, that's right. I've done it. And if I've done it, that means you've done it too. So there you go. You can tell people that you've done it, even though you've done it through me vicariously. You're welcome. Uh, all right. That is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. And until then, please remember... The every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, which we will have listener mail tomorrow, I wish you a, a, a fond farewell and uh, adios, everybody. Take off time to time With those crazy friends of mine Head out on steel horses With wheels and we ride We burn up that road To old Mexico Blend in with the desert Just we amigos and we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take the long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such Cowboys like us Talk about living, babies and women All that we've lost and all we've been given We sing about true love, lie about things we ain't done Drink one more cold one, come morning get up and we roll Cowboys like us Sure do have fun Racing the wind Chasing the sun Take a long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such For cowboys like us Take the long way around Back to square one Today we're just outlaws Out on the run There'll be no regrets No worries and such For cowboys like us Cowboys like us
The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.